With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening breaking down every game every day in major league baseball this is the baseball betting show here is your host greg peterson hey warmer for the low welcome to lovely las vegas for the baseball betting show with myself greg peterson now part of the beast family podcast we've got a great podcast for you now the one thing i will say is unfortunately had to do this before the end of the Rangers versus Diamondbacks game in terms of what we saw on Monday. I'm actually doing this as we are in the top of the eighth inning and joining me in just a second, we're going to have Matt Josephs, better known as Mid-Major Matt. Joining me does great work over at FTM Bets and so much more. And we're going to be taking a look at what to expect out of game four when he's been noticing for the series a few player props that have been cashing for him and we're going to turn it forward to what we're seeing on Tuesday and for the rest of the series in the final segment. Going to give you guys my initial picks and analysis for game number four of the World Series as we touch them all. A little bit unclear on the DK Network right at pick since just with the way that the World Series is structured, they don't give you openers until after the previous game wraps up. And the game on Monday, it wrapped up a little bit late, so... Did my best to be able to point you in the right direction there, but we're going to be getting my full breakdown on that front. And then if you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at unit underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters here. They mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire on whatever you like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. Now, we could see something change, but as it sits right now, it's looking like we're getting a low-scoring game number three, and the Rangers going up 2-1. to one. So, let's recap what we've all seen. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. As I record this podcast, going into the bottom of the eighth, it is to 3-0 as Brandon fought. He fought to be able to make it five and a third innings. He did give up three runs along the way, including home run as Corey Seager for the second time in this World Series goes deep as fifth overall of the postseason. And for the Texas Rangers, they went with a piggyback approach. Max Scherzer came in for three scoreless innings, and then 55 shades of John Gray came in. For three scoreless innings from there, Josh Shabors was able to come in for a scoreless inning, and we shall see how the Rangers piecemeal together the 8th and ninth inning. Meanwhile, the Diamondbacks, they're trying to preserve as many arms as possible for what is going to be really on both sides, most likely a bullpen game with 
Andrew Heaney, Dane Dunning as of now not coming out of the bullpen for the Rangers. Got to figure that they're going to be getting the bulk of the innings for the Rangers for the Diamondbacks. Thus far from their bullpen, Kyle Nelson, Luis Frias, both lend a scoreless inning and Miguel Castro. Paravats on the bullpen with all these bullpen arms throwing 12 pitches or fewer. So that should be able to keep them fresh for game number five. So that is something that I'm going to be watching out for. And certainly if we... Do see a wild comeback, that would be insane, but the way that things are trending right now, it's looking like we are going to get another Texas Rangers road win, which would push them to 9-0 on the road in the postseason, which is just absolutely wild. And if you're taking a look at the entirety of the postseason, Dave Tooley, he does an amazing job of being able to post up these trends, but road teams overall have gone 24-15 and 15 if this holds with underdogs. If this comes through, falling to 24-14 and 14 with one push, and that's for the entirety of the playoffs as the Rangers close as a very slight favorite. And overs, if we don't get an over in this game, maybe sitting at 18-18-3 through the playoffs. So that's what we're getting here in the postseason, and that's what we saw in regards to game number three of the World Series. But now let's turn it forward to game number for mid-major Matt does absolutely tremendous work and has been joining me all season long he much like myself absolutely loves baseball but at the same time I know that he is getting set for what is also going to be a tremendous college basketball season that tips off in a little bit less than a week we're going to have some great action on the diamond beforehand and Matt has been doing a great job of being able to find value in so many different markets whether that's a full game sign in total first fives first threes player props k props you name it he does it and you're able to follow him on Twitter slash X where he does great work over at ESPN Radio in Richmond, FTN Bets, and so much more at Mid-Major Matt on Twitter slash X. And Matt, always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I think I've finally gotten over the Phillies losing, so ready to talk about the two teams that are currently in the World Series. Absolutely. And as we are doing this, game number three is going along, so we don't know how that finished up quite yet. But what we do know for game number four is that this is most likely going to be the wholesale game, whether Andrew Heaney, Dane Dunning pitch or not in game number three, whoever doesn't, you've got to figure that we're going to be seeing them in game four against what I'm thinking is going to be Ryan Nelson at a poo-poo platter of pitchers for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And how would you be looking at a game four? Because obviously strikeout props are most likely going to be out of the question with that regard. And you have to figure that it's just all about with regards to game three, whichever team is able to save more arms and is able to get more innings out of Brandon Fott and or Max Scherzer, probably going to have a little bit of a leg up for that game four. I feel like usually when you have these bullpen games, betting first five unders, first three unders, I feel like usually the advantage is to the pitcher because the batter every time he's up is going to see somebody different. And I also feel like this is a situation where you could take a pregame stance, whether you like one team more than the other, and then live bet the other one potentially in some sort of situation, because obviously managers are going to have to make so many moves. They're going to make one wrong move at some point, and you could be able to take advantage of it. Greg, I know a lot of people ask you about live betting and things like that. Bullpen game versus bullpen game. This feels like a great situation to take a pregame stance and then either get out of it live or add on to it live. Yep, I do agree with you on that. And I think that it is so interesting that you point out a good point about that as well with regards to taking a look at like a first three and a first five under because I do feel like a lot of the trustworthy guys are in the front. And then you obviously have your closers like Paul Seawald, Jose Leclerc, these teams are going to be looking to bank them for the 8th and ninth inning. And where I feel like the runs typically 
typically come in in terms of these bullpen games is like inning number five, inning number six, inning number seven, where you sort of have like those bridge guys, someone that you want to give you two innings, but we know they're not necessarily the most trustworthy guy and has like a five or so ERA. Exactly, yes. You'll get more of an idea, as you said, after game three to see how long everybody's used and how much everybody's used. Certainly, this is one of those things where there could be a pitcher you're like, when this guy comes in, I'm taking the opposition, or when this guy comes in, I'm taking the team that put him in there. So it's one of those things where you pay attention to game three and you target the pitcher that you want to attack in game four and when they get in you bet that live button yep absolutely and i do think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities to be able to bet live in this game because there's going to be so many different pitchers utilized as matt joseph's better known as mid-major matt joining me right here on the baseball betting show and certainly it is going to be interesting to see what we get in game number three slash game number four and with regards to the world series has there been any props that you have been taking a look at because like i said i know you do a great job with regards to k props I'll probably be coming a little bit more in game five rather than game four with this most likely being a bullpen game, unless if there's something unpronounced to us. But has there been anything else that you've really been taking a look at in regards to a player prop? I think it's outs. The outs market has been tremendous. I mean, the books are pricing these outs markets like these guys are going to get yanked right away. And there's some pitchers that just aren't going to get yanked right away. I mean, I know during the Philly series, Gallon's outs over and Merrill Kelly's outs over. Like they were pricing these guys like they're going to come in and just leave. I hit the Ranger Suarez one. So I feel like the books are consistently pricing no matter who the pitcher is. Like they're going to get yanked the first time they're in trouble, but they never think like, hey, what if this guy doesn't get in trouble? What's going to happen if they throw five scoreless innings? Let's just throw up 13 and a half. 14 and a half. And so that's a market that I've been able to take advantage of, especially when you look at certain pitchers who just go through and the managers have this trust for them to fight through any sort of trouble. Gallon, Kelly, those are kind of guys that you look at. Montgomery at times, the Yankees used to yank him very quickly. It feels like the Rangers don't do that. So there's certain guys that you could take advantage of the outs market on because their managers trust them and they could go five or six innings rather easily. Yes, they certainly can. And I do think that that's going to be a relatively good look for game number five. And if we get it, game number six as well as those guys have been relatively trustworthy and we know that in game number three, Max Scherzer are a little bit less than that. So and it's something that I'm certainly going to be taking a look at. And Matt, with regards to the series as a whole, like I said, we don't know how game number three was able to finish up. But that said, did you have any sort of lean going into game three with regards to the series? Because I did think that it was really big that Arizona was able to seal that game number two on the road. And legitimately, it could be up to zero if it wasn't for the fact that Corey Seager went deep in the ninth inning. And I do feel like this is a team that is starting to gain just a little bit of momentum. And we're alluding to that bullpen game in game number four. I do like that Diamondbacks bullpen a bit more than that of the Rangers. Yeah, I feel like whatever position you take in the series beforehand, you can certainly reassess it potentially. That's why the books put out those plus one and a half, plus two and a half, over four and a half games and things like that. And obviously that bet has disappeared because we're going to you know, have a game five. But like this is an opportunity mid-series now that you've seen two games to be able to kind of assess your preseason bet your pre-series bets and kind of change them i'm not a hedger for the most part i know that i'm sure everybody's had that sort of debate but in this situation if i get a series completely wrong or if i don't like how things are starting out for my bet then i will certainly try and hedge and this series is certainly one of those that you could do that because you know as you said the diamond 
Diamondbacks could be up 2-0. The Rangers potentially could be up 2-0, depending upon some things breaking. I'm using Dabo Sweeney logic that a couple plays away from being 8-0 <laughs> on the season, but like you could argue a case for both teams in this thing, and you could get a plus price potentially on both of them at some point if you bet something pre-series and you're looking at something mid-series, and then you could get yourself a nice profit either way. Yep, that certainly is the case, because if you took the Arizona Diamondbacks before the series, and I came on this podcast, and I'm really not a series price guy, but... I and I was saying, man, if you're able to get north of a plus 150 on the years and Diamondbacks before the series, that's a relatively good price. And prior to game number three, again, don't know how this finished up quite yet. You were getting the Diamondbacks more around about a plus 110 to a plus 115. So if you like the Rangers before the series and you took the Diamondbacks at a plus 150, you were already able to lock in a little bit of a profit. And if the Diamondbacks win game number three, then you're able to get the Rangers at a plus price as well. So some very advantageous spots to be taking a look at there. And Matt, do you want to get your prediction here? Who do you think is going to be able to win the World Series? Because I think that this is going to be a tight one. I think that there's going to be betting opportunities on both sides. And personally, I have a little bit of a lean to the Diamondbacks, but what I ultimately think we get is at the very minimum six games. I have to say, obviously, as a Phillies fan, I hope the Diamondbacks lose. I developed a healthy disdain for them, but have mad respect for what they did, obviously. That's why I've kind of also curtailed some of my betting because I'm still blinded by last series, which is something I think some people have to learn, Greg, is that, you know, you don't have to bet every game. You don't have to. And, you know, it's one of those things where first game, I was still sad about the Phillies. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit this game out. And then the second game, I'm like, all right, now it's over. I'm kind of getting over it. I'll give you Rangers in six. I think that the Rangers, uh, you know, Gallon is better at home and presumably he's going to go in game five. I don't necessarily love Merrill Kelly going back to Texas if there is a game six. I'm going to guess Rangers in six. That's going to be my prediction for this one. I do think that the Diamondbacks are going to be able to take at least one more game. I think that the Rangers are taking at least one more game as well. And with regards to that game three, I had a slight lean to the Rangers. So I do think that we're in for a tight one. Personally, if I had to bet the series right now, I would take the plus money with the Diamondbacks. But personally, I think this is darn near 50-50, so I just default to the underdog there. So I think that we are in for a tremendous final few days of the MLB season. And I know you, Matt, are very excited to watch the rest of the World Series, but you, much like myself, are doing a great job getting set for college basketball as well. You've been doing a great job in college football. I know that you do your previews yearly for Athlon Sports, and a lot of those have been coming to fruition. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. Yeah, college basketball coming up. Certainly looking forward to that. Trying to find my mid-major teams that kind of ride, much like I do Toledo for the most part. Got to find those those teams, those diamonds in the rough that are certainly going to be uh, money makers as we go along throughout the season. Of course, the college football season is continuing. Love playing the team total markets for that sort of thing and, and having a good season so far in college football. And yes, follow me at Twitter at MidMajorMad. If you ever have a player prop question for any of the sports, I know Greg doesn't do any of those. For the most part, I could certainly help because as I always say, we have the same goal. We all want to beat the books. Yes, we certainly do. And Matt does a very good job of being able to do so on so many different fronts. It's always been great to be able to get Matt on this podcast last few years with the girls baseball. And I'm sure that he is going to be joining the college basketball podcast throughout the season as well. Very hyped up for that. And very hyped up for game number four of the World Series. So big thanks to Matt for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Show. And coming up next, it is that time of the podcast. I give you my picks and analysis for game four of the World Series as we touch them all. 
Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available help you beat the bookmaker specializing in nba college basketball and wnba your first week is always free get started at sbia1.com today breaking down every game every day in major league baseball this is the baseball betting show here is your host greg peterson Everybody, you love you, Las Vegas for the baseball betting show with myself greg peterson now part of the visa family podcast Always great to be able to get Matt Josephs, better known as Mid-Major Matt, on the show. Does an absolutely tremendous job taking a look at so many different aspects of baseball, being able to take a look at player props, first fives, and so much more. He's joined me all season long on this fine podcast, and always a pleasure to be able to get him aboard. Big thanks to Matt for joining me in the last segment. Now, this is subject to a little bit of change. I have to do this while we are still awaiting openers for Game 4, and obviously it's a murky pitching situation, but it is that time of the podcast I give you picks and analysis. We're Game 4 of the World Series as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per you any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter slash X feed at GNRS41. For those that tune into the Greg Peterson experience on VEASAN, I'll probably be able to give you a little bit more with regards to the live show as well since I do have to do this before that live show that airs from 9 to midnight Pacific, midnight to 3 Eastern time, so do be mindful there, and I do apologize about that, but we are going to do our best with this one with regards to DK Network right to pick. That will be up in the morning, probably right around about 5.30 a.m. Eastern Time at unit underscore 81. Can't settle on one without knowing what the numbers are going to be, but I can give you an idea here. 9.51 and 52 on the betting board. It's a bullpen game of the Rangers against a bullpen game of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I was alluding to it with Matt. We do have a little bit of an edge, in my opinion, with regards to this Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen. I have a little bit more faith in it. I do think that as long as he doesn't pitch like multiple innings in game number three, we should be seeing quite a bit of Ryan Nelson, which you do want to be mindful of because with Ryan Nelson... He's got some pretty dramatic home and road splits, and he is not fully stretched out. He has been utilized out of the bullpen for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I do think that the Diamondbacks, unlike Game 4 of their series against the Philadelphia Phillies, are probably not going to want to go with the full-on of full-on bullpen games because that was like the truest of true bullpen games they're going to find. I don't think that anyone really pitched more than two innings in that game against the Philadelphia Phillies. Perhaps you could try to give Ryan Nelson a shot at like three innings, but he did have an 825 ERA 
at home this season. Meanwhile, on the road, that was more around a 346 and certainly did allow quite a bit of hard contact, just under two home runs per nine innings. Meanwhile, for the Texas Rangers, this has just been a rough bullpen in general as they ranked 24th during the regular season in terms of ERA. And if you take a look from September 1st on, the Arizona Diamondbacks have a very nice edge in terms of their bullpen. As for the Rangers, ever since... September 1st until game number 3. They had a 470 ERA with 1.4 home runs allowed per 9 innings. Meanwhile, in that same time span, the Arizona Diamondbacks 254 bullpen ERA, 0.9 home runs allowed per 9 innings. The third best bullpen ERA in that span, despite the fact that overall during the regular season they were 18th. You've seen Kevin Ginkle along with Paul Sewald in the back end be very solid. Even guys like Miguel Castro, Luis Frias have been able to step up much more than the Rangers guys because you've got to figure that it's going to be Dane Dunning along with Andrew Heaney and Prior to this year, Dane Dunning had an ERA that was like two and a half points higher on the road than it was at home. We've seen a reversal of those splits, and for Andrew Heaney, he does give up quite a bit of our contact. Now, fortunately for him, if he does end up going in game number four in some former capacity, goes up against the Texas Rangers team that was in the bottom ten in the big leagues with regards to home runs on a per at-bat basis, and with the Arizona Diamondbacks going into game number three, they've been averaging about 3.25 runs per game at home compared to more like 4.8 runs per game on the road throughout the postseason. It is a Diamondbacks team that they very much do rely upon small balls, stealing bases as they were number three in the big leagues with regards to stolen bases on a per-game basis. Meanwhile, you've got a Texas Rangers team that they don't swipe a lot of bags. They are looking to generate a lot of power as they were tops in the American League with regards to home runs on a per-at-bat basis. They've been able to do a nice job of being able to slug out the ball on the road as well going into game number three. They had yet to lose a road game in this postseason, averaging darn near six runs per contest. And when the Rangers want to, they can throw out their lineup in which out of their nine main hitters, eight of them had at least a 258 batting average during the regular season, with the lone exception being Adolis Garcia, who had a home run in five out of his last six games going into game number three. We all know Corey Seager is capable of. He's been able to supply north of a 400 on base here in the postseason. And Evan Carter, he's sitting above a 300 here in the playoffs. And you really need to get two guys going with regards to both of these teams. Marcus Simeon has been struggling for the Rangers, entered into game three, hitting below the Mendoza. I have 200, not a lot of power there. I believe he only has one home run. Christian Walker on the flip side for the Arizona Diamondbacks, hitting below a buck 75 going into game three. He only had one home run in 45 at-bats entering into that game number three. But for the Diamondbacks, what has been encouraging for them has been the bottom of the fold, the likes of Geraldo Perdomo being able to move line. Alec Thomas supplying four home runs has been very unexpected and has been very good for the team. And then Corbin Carroll, ever since Game 7 of the NLCS, being able to come alive has been big as well. So if you got yourself an interesting case here and a 9.5 or less with regards to this bullpen game looking over 10 or higher to the under end, if we can get a nice plus money price on either of these teams, I would want to make that my DK Network right at pick as I did set the Arizona Diamondbacks as a minus 104 favorite. So if we get a similar line because a lot of closing lines were having the Arizona Diamondbacks more around about even money or so against Mad Max Scherzer. I saw a couple plus prices that popped up during the day as well. If we can get something like that, I'd be willing to write that up, but it's a little bit more of a wait and see. So 9.5 or less looking at the over 10 or higher to the under. And then with regards to 
The money line in the spot have the Diamondbacks as a slight favorite. My lean is hopefully we can get the Diamondbacks at a little bit of a plus price, and then I'd be able to write that up. But that's a little bit TBD. That'll be up on my Twitter feed, at GUnit underscore 81 in the AM. And that will wrap things up for the Baseball Betting Show for this most wonderful Tuesday. A big thanks to Matt Josephs, better known as Major Matt, for joining me in the last segment. If you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. If I sit and tune in. If you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what I have you for this podcast, do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at GNN underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters EM, they mean does not matter as per usual. Please do send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. Them from there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like here on this podcast. Find that five star review. Coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, and this means I will be back with you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.